Gentlemen, from the Indian Blue Studio, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, Steve Hale, Blah, Christelle, Blah, and Ron Nitz, Double Blah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Here with your host today, Chris Thayer, Steve Hale, and Ron Miltz with our special guest host today, The Todd. That's right, The Todd with 3D's Todd Pemble. So uh, welcome, Todd, to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Todd is our... uh, our, uh, Todd is the resident expert on horror amongst our friends group, although I'm sure Steve might have something to say about that. Yeah, this Steve's that. got me beat. Uh, you think Steve's got you beat? I think Steve's got me beat. Yeah, but Steve doesn't have the, uh, uh, the, monthly, the full month of movies up until uh, Halloween like you do. So. That is true. That is true. Todd and I, uh, actually Todd started this and I jumped in on board with it because I thought it was such a brilliant idea that every night uh, leading up to Halloween, we, list- we listened, we watched a Halloween related horror film uh and it was such a great first month that i've even without todd i've continued that tradition at my house although it always occurs late at night because the missus is like cannot watch a horror movie cannot be in the room when a horror movie is happening cannot even watch like the trailer for the conjuring with like the fucking person clapping no that happens at at my house too Well, plus she doesn't want to sit there and watch fucking twilight with your ass i know seriously i mean that's uh, ron's version no (laughs) she actually that shit is red riding hood (laughs) I, she actually loves all those movies, like, strangely enough. Mm. Oh, back, back years ago, my mom once was, when I was living with my mom, was in the other room as I'm watching Hellraiser, and she just yelled from the other room, Are you watching that damn movie again? <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> if there's going to be one to, like, scare the shit out of your parents, like, that would be the one, uh, right? You know? Yeah. Like, the imagery on that is, like, so fantastic. So, well, we're going with a uh, Halloween, Halloween spooky-themed episode this week. Uh, we'll probably do another one of these in the month of uh, October because we've got some horror fans in the room. Not so much Chris, but Steve and I definitely love horror. Uh, that's why we're having Todd in today to, to add to the horror conversation because, you know, Chris is a little bitch. Hey, but man, I like sleeping. <laughs> I, I thought I it was here because it was sweeps month on podcasts. <laughs> oh, is that one? No. the ante. Well, we did need the room swept. You are correct. Not bringing that. in the heavy hitters. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you go. Uh, so, uh, opening. Uh, we were going to talk about some of the stuff we told you we were going to talk about, but Steve brought up something uh, before we started the podcast uh, of something that happened this last weekend. Tell me about it uh, with this uh, Wasteland. Wasteland weekend. Um, I didn't get to go, so right now I'm just getting reports from this. It is a road warrior carnival slash you don't want to say convention because it is not. I mean, this is in the Mojave Desert, you know. Everything I saw made it look like a more kick-ass version of Burning Man. They drag out Barter Town. <laughs> they build fucking Thunderdome. I mean, everybody's suited up, you know. They've got, you know, they've built cars, um, costumes. Uh, they're working on, like, a whole barter system. It's really cool. Uh, my brother went to it, my buddy Nick, uh, my, my friend Courtney, uh, and they just they came back and they said, dude, blood oath, I'm going back as long as they're having it. <laughs> Did they, they said, do the legitimate blood oath? Did they um, cut you the You know what? Open? Like their whole tribe thing, because like, basically like the group set up as like tribes. So there is a little bit of like... <laughs> There is a little wait, bit of role playing going into this. Do you get voted off Martyr Town or what? <laughs> um, 
But like even like you know they've got they've got their security guys there. But you would think security guys at a convention are wearing yellow shirts and total douchebags. Yeah. Did your brother these win the immunity challenge? Like, That's what I want to know. These guys look like the, their security team. There look like the guys from uh, from Thunderdome. You know, yeah. So I had no idea that it was that that popular. You know, it, it started up a couple of years ago. I think about three, maybe four years ago, and it is it is definitely growing each what year. A trip. Yeah. I want to know if they can do another weekend, maybe not in the middle of summer, in the middle of you the know what? Actually, <laughs> reports were they said that the the weather was really pretty good. They said it was between seventy five to eighty nine. But it got a little bit of windy, and definitely at night, you know, it drops out there in the desert. Well, so. you want it to be, you know, true to life. Yeah, I mean, they it were felt definitely like the post-apocalypse out and, there. And that's, was there that's a, the other thing too. Is like, go was ahead. there a solar plant that you they all assaulted like overnight for power <laughs> or something? Uh, like? No, they they definitely ran their generators and oh. stuff like that. But the you know, poor, if the you poor wanna, gas station on the outside wanna, of town, <laughs> if you want to camp inside of of the Mojave Desert, well, no, inside. You know their fortification. It has to look the part. It's not Walmart tents and you know all that. It looks like they. I mean, they drag out like fucking shanty town. Dude. Are, is there? Uh, is is it like a, what's it? Uh, the SCA. You know the. Is there fighting and stuff that goes along with this? Yeah, as well? they, they've got a, a, a game called like Junker or something like that. Hmm. Did, I might be. Wait, off, wait. Do so, they race cars? Uh, there is some car racing. A lot of. You know that really? stuff going. There's a lot of activities going on. You know the yeah you know, they got people out there. So this is like larping fire. for more cool people. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Lar- definitely. It's like nobody's running around <laughs> being like, larping. Excuse me, magic missile, magic missile. No, magic, none of that. Look, I'm a werewolf. Like, these guys are these guys cool are geared people. up. Dude, they're wearing like the shoulder pads and like you know spare tires for armor and license plates, and they build like these club things, dude. And they're fucking beating the shit what? out of each other. They're like trying to get this like dog skull. That's like. That's how you score a point. If it's post-apocalyptic, can I go as six-string samurai and bring myself a little midget cholo? You know what? <laughs> uh, sure. I, I'm trying to find me a, a dwarf right now for my Halloween costume. Uh, attention listeners, if yeah. there are any uh, little people yeah, out in the world. Yeah, a little person. I need Sorry. somebody who could be dressed up like a, a little uh, yeah, Roman don't, soldier. We don't use the D word here. Scoggins. I, 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 I use the M word. <laughs> Either way. What did I miss? Yeah, you know, I, the dwarves and midgets thing. Dwarves, like, midgets, little people. I don't care. Vertically challenged. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Either way. That's, that's our uh, insensitive rant right yes. there. And that is coming to an end. All right. So Wasteland, apparently, where it's at. So uh, yep. next year, Steve is going to go to Wasteland. Absolutely. And I think Chris and I should go out and just visit for an afternoon and take pictures. <laughs> I, I think we should wear, like, penny loafers and... <laughs> like and, like string samurai. Go, go out like, you know, the, the uh, very metrosexual, um, very platonic friends. Oh, no, no, but no. With, 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 <laughs> If we like sweaters wrapped if, around our necks. If we do that, can we be the people from Road Warrior that are in all white with like the white headband? Yeah, they've got those. That's, that's, that's shut a the fuck up. That's absolutely a try. Yeah. <laughs> those like I've always thought like every time I watch that movie, I was like, well, how do these people keep all their shit white? In Seriously. the middle of the desert, in the there, there's like it's, a, it's an off white. <laughs> it is white, all right. Yeah. I go camping in my jeans for like two days. I come back and my jeans are black. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, there are even a few people who do like, you know, this guy looks like Mad Max. That guy looks like humongous. Uh, I don't know the name of the guy with the red mohawk from Road Warrior, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that dude looks like him. I'm sure know? that's a popular costume. In Probably, the middle, I think yeah. it was like Saturday night. Like, you know, they 
you know, set some, you know, dummy on fire up in the hills. It was humongous. And he was strapped, you know, the, the dummy was strapped to the car. Nice. And he gets on the microphone and he's like, this is what happens, you know. <laughs> and this is my wasteland. And, like, they set this thing on fire in the distance and it looked pretty legit. I hear good things. These are like less angry juggalos is what this is. Yeah. No, no arms getting cut off no, here. No. no uh, <laughs> less angry juggalos. Right? <laughs> yeah, they are. They're yeah. All, but they're more cool LARPers, you know. <laughs> they're what happens when, when juggalos are nerdier. There's <laughs> still, still, still a broad spectrum in there <laughs> yeah. between more cooler LARPers and less angry juggalos. <laughs> well, you know. You gotta, Wasteland Weekend. Check it out, guys. The pictures you'll see of these people. Uh, they, I, they're awesome. I only talk shit for comedy's sake because all the pictures I saw looked really fucking cool. Yeah. It, it looked like, legitimately, like a badass version of LARPing, which I think is kind of the lamest thing ever invented, hitting each other with foam battle axes right. and, and yelling magic missile. But, you know, that's, just, <laughs> that's just me. So, uh, all right, cool. Let's move on. Uh, Gotham. So Gotham happened this last week, uh, and I know Steve didn't get a chance to catch up on it. Yeah, sorry guys, I was a little sick. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, but the rest of us saw Gotham, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to begin, and I'll let you guys throw your Go take ahead. in. I, I went in with nothing but poor expectations, having, me, heard, me too. having heard nothing but good things about it at this point. And I got done watching the episode last night. Uh, I looked at the first episode. I watched the pilot. I haven't seen episode two yet. Um, but I looked over at the misses, and I just was like... That was way better than it had any right to be. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I think it's going to be a great show. I don't know where the narrative's going. I don't even know how you make it work with more than... Like, the one episode, if it never had another episode, I'd be perfectly happy. Because that was that good, you know? It was like the Jim Gordon uh, uh, beginning story, you know? And then it's, like, interesting because... You know, they introduced all the Batman side characters, essentially. But, uh, but yeah, wow. What a, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, and who knew the kid from the OC could be good? You know, like, you know, that's the kid I from don't, the OC. You never I watched did, the OC? I never watched the OC. Yeah, oh, that was I'm the greatest sorry. show ever. If you ever want to. Oh, no. What? Love the OC. Wait, wait, oh, wait. It's so bad. You've got such first a fun new 90210. Sir, first of all, you put me on that Smallville. And you were talking about how awesome Smallville was. No, it's not great. Okay, here's the OC. I've gotten in about six or seven episodes, and and we've given it basically over to Darian because Lauren and I both went, eh, no. You gotta gotta stick with it. After watching the OC, how long? I'm halfway through the first season. season. Did you fucking used to watch Ally McBeal too? (laughs) No, I never watched Ally McBeal. I'm totally down with Ally McBeal at the time. Now, here's the thing. I tried to go back and watch Ally McBeal because I bought it. It's not nearly as good as I remember. But But it was different at the time. There are so many things I go back and watch, and they are not nearly as good as I remember. But here's the thing about Ally McBeal. Hold on, hold on. No, no, you were not going to Ally McBeal. I want to finish this thought. Ally McBeal became Scrubs. Yes. Yes. And Scrubs did everything cool that Alan McBeal started. But Scrubs is infinitely rewatchable. Yes. I, I have gone yes. back and rewatched, except for the ninth season, the, the, yeah, when they tried to I, do I like another uh, spinoff show. Uh, that didn't work. But the eighth season and the finale, dude, the finale of that show brought, brought me to tears the first I time I watched it. Like, it was so good. Dude, but, um, I, it was so good. I went back because they had the Colin Hay episode yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. I went and booked a show opening for Colin Hay. Uh, season two, episode one. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. uh, but back to the OC. So here's <laughs> here's why I love the OC, and this is what hooked me on the OC. Jeez. Because there was an episode that I saw the preview for when the show. I, I was like, that's the dumbest fucking show on the planet. 
And then I, then this, the commercial came on. And literally the guy in the commercial was like, he's like, man, you don't want to mess with that guy, man. He, he's hard. Oh, really? Oh, man, he had a tough life, dude. He's from Corona, yo. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> oh, like, man. That's right. I remember hearing about that. <laughs> and at that point, at that point, I was like, I have to watch the show just to oh, see how dumb God. it is. Mean streets of Corona. You know what? I watched it in the same way I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where it was just like nothing about this is real, but I find it entertaining. Buffy the Vampire Vampire Slayer had great dry wit, though. So did the OC. Xander was amazing. (laughs) He was funny as hell. That's a great show. I mean, Buffy. You know what's funny though? I I actually got off the Buffy bandwagon after season five. Like I got bored with it. Yeah. When when they started doing like witchcraft and lesbians and all that stuff. Well, the lesbians are not all about witchcraft and lesbians. Yeah, I can hang with the witchcraft and lesbians. I just story wise, they got so far away from the original. Look, I'm gonna say every story could use a little witchcraft and lesbians, but that's just me, you know. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So I'm just saying, like, I I think the narrative changed at that point. Sure. Sure. To to where it lost. What happened to Gotham? Okay, back to Gotham. Same thing with True Blood. Okay, so, yeah, we'll save True Blood for a whole other (laughs) podcast and where the fuck that show went. But Gotham. So, I felt way better than it deserved any right to be. And I'm I'm curious if if they can keep the quality up, but I love that first episode. I haven't loved a first episode like that since the first episode of Lost. That's how much I like the first episode of that show. So, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I usually... I think I had said something to you about how I give a show three episodes, you know, of character development, and then I really start judging at that point. And I, it had me at, you know, the first episode, so oh my God. I was pretty happy with it. Okay. I, I want to do that, <laughs> but to develop all of those characters is going to take them 20 years because well, they threw every damn character in the DC Batman universe all in one episode. Uh, that's not true. They haven't met the uh, the friendly scientist uh, Dr. Oh Stanley Freeze. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, <laughs> not literally. <laughs> look at But almost they, They've every proven character. that they could pull it off. I mean, look at Game of Thrones. I've been waiting for fucking winter to come for wait, five seasons wait, yeah, now. Yeah, you're going to be waiting I a mean, this longer, has been yeah. like the a most character development season well, there's, there's after season. You cannot going, put you know? Gotham. <laughs> I know you haven't seen it yet, but you cannot put Gotham even in the same like realm as I disagree. I Game think, of Thrones. I, I think that well, yeah, Gotham's yeah, really going for that same sort of like really multi-character. Uh, but I mean, it's not a multi-locational yeah. show. That's why Game of Thrones works well, because well, wait, you've got different it, plots happening at the same time. Not a multi Multi-locational show. No, it's there's not multiple locations within the city on. that they can have. You know what I'm trying to say. Don't be a jackass. <laughs> you know that Game of Thrones is all over the entire world, as opposed to Gotham, which yes, is Chris. like one neighborhood or another. I understand that the entire world of Westeros okay. exists in many okay. different locales. But, but here's my, the my point. point is, is is that I think they've proven with shows that they can take their time on doing character yes. development. Where you know they they might go longer than three you know three episodes before they start you know actually getting somewhere. Yeah. Well, me and my characters. ADHD world, yeah. I only have about right. the attention span I'm, I'm of three you, episodes. Todd. I honestly, I really, really didn't think this was going to be good, it's, but I really, really wanted to like it to the point where I watched it twice. I watched the pilot still twice, like it? thinking that maybe just the first time. I, I just wasn't in the mood or something, and I went back and rewatched you it. Did not enjoy Gotham. It was oh. okay. I just I didn't feel like. Now here may be the problem. Okay. I watched Gotham. I thought it was okay, and then that like next night I saw Agents of Shield, and having them back to back like that, it okay, was but, not even close. And I know it's not a fair comparison. <laughs> it's not a fair comparison. Hey, here's what's funny too. I enjoyed Gotham. 
I really enjoyed Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well, but I did not think it was blown up to what everybody else was saying about wow. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought it was a really good episode, but at the same time, yeah. I heard everybody going, oh my good lord, this episode's well, amazing. You know I mean, why they were yeah, saying that? Because they watched good. Gotham the night before. <laughs> <laughs> now, I felt like Gotham was okay. It was okay. I think I, it's... I, look, man, the psych, I, I don't... I know we don't want to talk about the was better. One. The pilot for Gotham was better than the pilot for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't agree, because I oh, went back no. and re-watched the pilot for Agents you, of S.H.I.E.L.D. You're watching it with the mindset of having watched the first season Maybe. of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, it's so, nostalgia, is what it is. I'm, I'm with Ron <laughs> on the, the pilot episode thing. Dude, that the, pilot the pilot was of Agents of Sh- The pilot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was... It was okay. Like, I got done... Elena watched the pilot Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. with me, and she goes, that was all right. Like, and she was like, yeah. I probably won't be watching that. She got done with Gotham, and she's like, that was good. I'm looking forward to next week. But let's watch Orphan Black. All, <laughs> like, yeah. that's like, that's all I know is right I love Donald Log, and that guy was so like a caricature of, him, of the character. It was just, he was way over the top ridiculous. For what? The, Donald Log's character, whatever his name I is. I don't know. Who the, there, was, there was only one part with him that... Uh, it was so me, unbelievable. Hanging now, and he said, "There are rules." Yeah, yeah. Get out of there, here there were so many like little moments, and I, again, I love that guy. He was great in Dow of Steve. But oh, okay, I yeah. understand. And he's great in almost everything he's, he's, he's in. He's playing Detective Harvey Bullock. So. Okay, I don't, I don't know the character names because I know that's what I'm now. Did they, did they introduce all of the characters oh my in God, this? Yes, they introduced quite okay. a few. But so do they, the list. So they had Selena Kyle, right? Yes. See, that's the character. She that's no the lines. one. That's the one that I kind of have a problem with because because she is so much older in this than than Bruce Wayne. Uh, no, no, no she's about about only a couple of years. She's about they're they're well, within is, a year. Is she a little girl? Yeah, she's like thirteen or fourteen. Would be my oh, guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. She just looks older. Yeah, the 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 pic I saw of the actress. I, I don't she's, know who she no, is. She's, she looks she's older. And I was like, like street kid. Yeah, she's a very attractive oh, gotcha. young lady that's like thirteen or fourteen, but she's oh, definitely thirteen. Right. Or 14. And, and in the first okay. episode, right. they really. I don't know if I would go very attractive young lady. She's very pretty. Dude, and then she's not Anne the Hathaway. second episode is more Selena Kyle. Okay. Because okay. I've not I was seen the like, second episode well, yet. Well, so. you could just tell can, by yeah. the title that, of that the episode the, being Selena Kyle. one thing I was going to have an issue with was yeah. like <laughs> making this age difference. And no. I was like, wait a minute. They, yeah, the first episode be, I felt that know? too. I was like, why the hell is she so, so much older? Like then some of the then other they went back in the second one. It was a Here's what's interesting about it, Steve, is especially, I don't know how you do a Batman show without Batman. Like that's the really interesting part. Because he's there. Yeah, but he ain't hey, there. Hey, look, they, they did Godzilla without Godzilla. Well, at least you know, Godzilla so, showed up for eight minutes of it. Yeah. Wait, right, yeah, everyone, yeah. It went, Roar! like, once every... I don't like, think I'm giving anything away. <laughs> he shows up more in the second episode. Well, oh, yeah. Not yeah. Batman. I mean, he doesn't come out ba- in his suit going, oh, oh look at me. That'd right, but, the but, the fo- like, but the focus on this, the focus on this is <laughs> really... Um, Jim Gordon. Gordon. Right, yeah. Gordon. So, Which I like that aspect of it. And I like that there aren't any real superheroes at this point. I mean, look, they're doing it with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Right? Yeah. I mean, you've got, you've got some key characters, but you don't have, you know, yeah. you don't have Iron Man, you don't have Captain America, you know, a, you don't have the Hulk. It'd so. be the equivalent, Steve, of doing a Iron Man movie and having Pepper and Fat or Thin, John Favreau, yeah. mm-hmm. and like everybody else in the movie, but Iron Man never shows up at any point, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, that's what this is, because it's like, and the Penguin, like having the Penguin, having uh, uh, the Riddler... Uh, although I thought the Riddler was fun, like he, I enjoyed the he cameo. He was much better in the second. Now, episode. did you get the sense that the comedian guy was going to yeah. be the Joker? Yeah, 
the comic that was doing the little bit of stand-up bit, like they were like, hey, this might At be this the Joker. Point, uh, I felt yeah. like I've seen every single character I think that's going to be introduced. Uh, we just don't no, know it yet. I think they're going to string you along with the Joker for like forever, like trying to give you Probably. like, well, this guy might, and this guy might be it, or this you, guy you might be it. You need to see the second episode. <laughs> I, I was reading something today, too, questioning whether there was going to be a tie together between the CW and Fox, basically. Oh, God, being no. Arrow and Gotham. No, I don't think well, that will No, it'll never the I don't think it'll ever happen networks. because of different networks. Yeah. But, I mean, there's characters that have been this goes uh, back, brought up in both. This goes back to my bitterness about DC Universe not being able to get their yeah. shit together yeah. and having 25 different universes on my network stations. Yeah. And you know they, they're going ahead with the Supergirl. You heard about that, oh, right? Oh man, uh, are they really what, doing it? Uh, now, here, hold on. I got something on this because Supergirl, right? Didn't she show up in Smallville? She did in season yes. seven. Yeah, Laura Vandervoort, right? Yes. Laura wants to to have mad lovin's with Todd <laughs> Vandervoort. <laughs> if they bring her back as Supergirl, I am all over it. We'll watch yeah. every single episode. Yeah, oh, you got to see the season with Laura Vandervoort. You got you got 7 seasons to go. <laughs> of Smallville, oh, huh? All right. Fuck so, that. That show was here's on the for thing, Todd. This is what we've been getting at from day 1 on this show is that you'll never see any of those worlds connect. The right. fact that Flash, I'm reading stuff like, well, maybe Flash will connect. Are you effing kidding me? No, Flash connects to Arrow, obviously. definitely. Definitely. They've well, already obviously. said that. He was also in, yeah. he, he made an appearance him. in yeah. season two or season yeah. one. Yeah, no, agreed. They exist but, in the same but world. But now there's chatter like, are they ever going to really cross over? And it's like, wait a minute, they already crossed over. That's yeah. how he it's became. Okay. I don't, it's I think, okay with me, man. Flash sucks. <laughs> Sorry. I, I think it's kind of a I'm with you, Tony. He's character. a half step up from Aquaman. Dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm with you, dude. Yeah. And I'd actually much rather play in the water than be fast. You, you know what's a really cool version of Flash? I've been telling that to Elena for years, just so you know. The, the coolest version of Flash is Quicksilver. Yeah. I mean, oh. he's just cool. Flash is a dork in, well, in the Arrowverse. You know, no. I, I, don't think, I actually don't think Quicksilver was cool until the way that they, they made him in uh, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Absolutely. That was really cool. Oh, you know, he was a badass. That, that was really a cool way of looking at it. The way they're, they're writing... The Flash is like he runs real fast, and yeah. like I, I don't care. And his costume's just hokey, care. just like the comic. I, I just every time I see it, I, I yeah. think of Sheldon. Okay. <laughs> in, in All right, the big bang, you know? Yeah, and yeah. He's all, I'm so angry. Hold on. I need more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so many things to change comment on right change there. Change a character into a Starbucks we're, we're all, barista. We're, we're, we're freestyling that. Uh, guys, we're all over the place. All right, so, so, back, many, we, so we're Gotham. split on Gotham. We're waiting for Steve to weigh yeah, in. Yeah, I'll catch up. I'll catch Steve, up this week. Here's what I'm going to tell you, Steve. It isn't the greatest show ever. Oh, clearly. It is a... Shut up. It is a fantastic pilot, though. For, and you got to really think about yeah. most pilots, and especially when you get it like a season or two into the show, if you go back and watch a pilot, yeah. the pilot's not that good. Like, no, it really no, isn't. It's, yeah. And it's not because the characters aren't as developed. And, the, and the, the actors don't have, basically, like, their voices are always different because they haven't developed the character yeah. uh, over time like they yeah. do. And I'm sitting here watching Gotham going, if this show is this good, day one, how good's it going to be? At the end of the season, let's the hope end of you're right. Oh, because I'll give I'm it a in. chance because you know, like I was like that when when uh, they did the Star Wars Clone Wars movie. I hated terrible. the movie. Terrible. It was terrible. The movie was horrible. It was terrible. so terrible. It was so terrible that it left such an impression on me that I didn't start watching the Clone Wars TV show until it was into its third or fourth season. 
And then I went back and watched them, and I said, man, I was really, I've the really first, missed out. These even are really the first season good. of that show is very uneven. And the episode, like from episode to episode. You can see where they're trying to find their, yeah. their feet. And when they found their feet, it was like, it was an awesome show. It was, it was really well yeah. written, Clone you know. War, Clone Wars, the movie, was just another Ewoks. Uh, yeah, I was, little. I mean, it introduced some characters, you know, into the world. You know, like they gave, you know, Rex and you know, uh, but just think more the, Cody. You here's, know, here's so. my thought: What if instead of doing the Clone Wars movie, because they really dropped the ball with that movie? Like, I mean, they would know they wanted to introduce Ahsoka and like the yeah. whole everything behind it. But it th- remember the arc where the clone troopers were going through basic? Yeah, that like it was like a two or three episode arc. Imagine if that would have been the Clone Wars movie, like the introduction to the like the clone troopers essentially right like and you're basically you go through basic with them and you watch them like killing shit and then you like you dump them into the battle at like the last half hour of the film you know um uh imagine how much more interesting that would have been right that would have made a much more interesting movie instead of the like the whole everything about that and the animation was behind where it ended up being later on you know and then through the storytelling you could introduce all these other characters well my point is is like you know I had a, a pretty bad impression. Like maybe Gotham will find its feet and it'll move on. So I, if it improves, yeah. it'll be okay. Right. If it doesn't improve, that's you. You you called it right when we no, talked I think about I the said, shows. I that said are out. Gotham was going to be the first. No, one. you Steve, said Constantine. No, Steve said. I oh, said, okay. I said Gotham. Yeah, he said. Okay. Which I'm waiting for next. That's the next one. I have. I, yeah. yeah, I'm waiting. There's, for there's that. a yeah. bunch of them. I'm ready. Well, I, 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 I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you. I I have a guilty pleasure that sunk its hooks into me that after this new season. I love Utopia. I do not know no, why. Not doing it, dude. <laughs> that show. Not doing it. That was, show. I was so TV, interested man. in that show. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Utopia. I want to see what they do. Todd, have you watched any more than the first episode? I, I watched the first three and I wanted to blow my brain out. I love out. it. I love everything about it. It is so fantastic. Oh, it is so those not people, fantastic. Those people are no. ridiculous. No. They are ridiculous. You got that part right. I keep waiting for them to die, which is like a very distinct possibility. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm very excited about that. I, it just the Fox show needs is, to start getting that insurance money together Steve, for the family. Steve, there is a there's a redneck guy with no teeth who's the greatest man on the planet. And that red I, is oh. like if you I know you think the it's the United dumbest States thing ever. I, of like I said, I caught 15 <laughs> seconds, maybe maybe 30 seconds of it, and I felt dirty. Yeah, after no. I was, and I said, man. I too. I, I, I want to go shower. like masturbate in the closet. No, like, every no, time. I, oh I didn't feel I didn't feel any any twinge of sexuality from that. <laughs> it's a, it's a train all, wreck yeah. and not like a Maury Povich yeah. train wreck. No, man. it's it was, exactly like, like a Maury Povich no. train wreck. But yeah, I mean, I in the it. good sense that Maury Povich is fun to watch, you know. <laughs> all right, let's segue away from that. So uh, we brought Todd on this week uh, specifically because we wanted to talk about horror. All right, and one of the things we want to talk about is the state of horror as a genre. Um, I think there's a lot, uh, personally, I feel that there is a lot of really interesting horror movies coming out. Um, I loved, uh, did, did any of you guys see Monsters when that came out like a couple years ago? Mm, I uh, did. Like really, really fantastic movie done on a very I low budget. That one. Shot, oh, you've got to see that. And they, may, they have a sequel coming out that looks fantastic as well. Uh, but shot, shot on a low budget, but very interesting premise where basically like uh, Monsters from Space crash land into part, uh, parts of Mexico and uh, all, like, this whole area is quarantined. I have seen that one. That and was it's like, awesome. Yeah, it's like a couple moving. Like, that's an example of a low-budget horror, because that was a low-budget horror film done correctly. Yeah. Uh, my, my issue is that all of the high-budget stuff that's coming out 
I, I think it's crap. It I is think crap. most of it's crap. And, and I think it's, and I, I feel like specifically like the Universal Monsters, who Steve loves, are being misused. How do you feel about that, Steve? Oh, I think they're, I think they're taking them out into the forest with Indy and raping them. <laughs> I, I, really? I'd like to reiterate I, that Indiana I, I, Jones is I, I not agree. being raped. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Indy might be a they're little just, molested, but they, they just, haven't actually raped him you know, yet. They're just, Let's not exaggerate. You know, they, they went out, you know, they, they've redone the universal horror stuff time and time again. Some of the best was, you know, like in the 60s and the 70s when, when the Hammer Studios was doing it. I mean, it was, it was still spooky with the castles and it was dark and they had these big busted blondes and it was, you know, it gave it a sex appeal to it and it was, it was still scary. The monsters looked cool. You know, and it gave us, you know, people like Christopher Lee and um, uh, I'm, fa- I'm failing here. Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing. Thank you, Todd. Um, you know, and it brought us a, re- a lot of cool actors. Now what they're doing is, once again, you know, look at Van Helsing. Oh, that movie. What? Uh, a, what uh, a, that was such a, that was. It was just. Shit. What do I always say, guys? Van CGI Van horror. Wait, wait, wait. We saw Van Helsing together. I don't think. No, we, we did. We okay. saw Van Helsing. It was me, you, Matt, and I want to say like Mike Jones went with us. Um, and we saw it, and I remember how excited Todd and I were for Van Helsing because it's like, fuck yeah, dude! It's like all the, like the, the Dracula and like everybody's oh, in this movie. All fight, and then I remember walking out of that movie, and <laughs> I looked like Todd. The look on Todd's single, face, single drop of, or single tear from my eye, like the Indian. Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> like pick up your trash, man. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> but it's, it's just, just terrible. terrible. It was a, it was a CG you know, garbage. They've fest. got they've got another uh, yes. uh, another Dracula coming out. Dracula oh, untold. And now, yeah. And now not into it. Is that Legolas? In, no, in that movie? no, no, no. That's uh, 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 he's the uh, he's the dude. Uh, he's in the Hobbit films. Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, yeah. this is supposed to be more like Vlad the Impaler, right? And how Vlad the Impaler becomes the Dracula, myth that is Dracula. Yeah. But I mean, did you, but it, I mean, it's like it looks like the Mummy. You yeah, know? yeah. It looks like another Mummy movie, but without sort of the tongue in cheek, yeah, like fun that the Mummy movies had. I have a big problem with it because. Like, all in all, it is a period piece because it is a movie back in history. Now, when you're trying to sell this movie to me with some sort of rockin' song, some Agreed. popular song mm-hmm. right now, you, you lost me. I'm not looking for a night's you're tale not, anymore. You know, that was 30 Seconds too. to Mars selling you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> like, no, they, dude, because they didn't listen to They're, that they're marketing to 13 year old girls yeah. and their moms. Um, all horror these days are marketed. To kids. That's why they're all PG-13 these days. Uh, very rarely do you get anything that's rated R anymore. Well, and um, if it is, it's so over the top that it's almost NC-17. Then yeah. you end up with the Devil's Rejects and bullshit oh, like that. So. Oh, <laughs> this fucking guy over here. This is the guy who likes the fucking OC. So <laughs> it's the horror. I mean, Devil's and Rejects is the horror guys. version of Empire Strikes Back. No, it, it yes. is a horrible Okay, wait, wait I want to hear about this. Okay. Explain that. Okay, so How is it the horror version of Empire Strikes Back? Now, in the very end of Empire Strikes Back, we all know that you find out that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Oh, spoiler alert. In the alert. very beginning <laughs> of Devil's Rejects, you find out that Captain Spaulding is Baby's dad. Am I wrong? Wow. Okay. Big, okay. big moment a, in now, cinema history now, there. That's a pretty big Now, <laughs> in, in the movie, the cops are the Empire. Okay. And the Firefly family is the Rebels. They're on the run from the Empire... And they go to Cloud City. The whorehouse. Yes, the whorehouse run by the single black man in the universe of (laughs) Devil's Rejects. Billy D. Williams is 
Uh, was the Black Man. Ford? Wait, is the he in pimp? both movies? No, sorry. <laughs> okay. Kim Fury. I'm totally good with you if that would happen. I get lost. <laughs> it does not explain how the movie is. Good. And then, no. and then, Ken Foree, being the Billy D. Williams character, turns them over to the Empire, being the cops. Uh, it is Empire Strikes Back. Well, how do you feel about that, Steve? Yeah, wow, man. <laughs> this is a pretty big leap, but I, it sounds I mean, I legit can, to I me. Sit, I can see us sitting around, like, tugging on a J. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> giving that theory out, you know. Are we um, is this is a conspiracy. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I don't subscribe to this uh, okay. same theory. Does it sync up with Dark Side it. of the Moon? Right. But I'm of those movies. I'm not a, a big fan of uh, Devil's Rejects. They're you like really, how, what's the house? I like House of Thousand Corpses. That's I like, awesome. I, you know, I like monsters. <laughs> I like zombies. I like vampires. I like werewolves. I like you know Frankenstein. I don't like. Um, Psychopaths. You know, man, I've seen videos of people like getting their heads and shit cut off. I don't, I, I don't get off on that kind of. I do not uh, enjoy torture porn. Torture at all. porn stuff at not all. At it's all. just not my thing, man. It's just I don't uh, some get people off are into it. it. <laughs> you know, I, you know, some people are fans of it. I, I'm personally not, and that's what I felt like he kind of went down that road with that movie. Now, um, now, let but me, a lot I of wouldn't the say horror films went down are going that, road. that direction. Yeah. yeah, a lot of films are going for that. Uh, uh, it's not even just about being scary anymore. Like they, it's like, how much can we show you? How, what can I get away? Well, with, you know, know, they've been doing that for a long time. That's nothing new. No, I mean, I'm, and I don't think it is. But I, I mean, I what I think what I miss is I miss. Uh, like the 70s, like you said, were a wonderful time for horror films. 80s, too. But the 80s, 80s had a lot of great here's stuff. The, thing. the 70s were a great time for horror films, and the 80s were a great time for big budget, high concept horror films. Yeah. Think about like A Nightmare on Elm Street, Phantasm, fucking uh, uh, Pinhead, uh, uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. I don't know if those were considered big budget. Oh, yeah, Hellraiser was no big <laughs> budget. Films, but yeah, compared to those were those were great. Great movies, you know. Well, um, but what what horror movie has a budget of a hundred million dollars? And has the Dawkins theme song, <laughs> Dream Warriors. Can, can I yeah. can I quickly be uh, a horror blasphemist and say that the first Nightmare on Elm Street was awesome, and everything after sucked? No, no. I actually no. totally agree with you. Uh, uh, I I will. Here's what I will argue. I will argue that the second one was a misfire. Uh, and if you go back and look at like the history of the second one, they rushed it. They rushed to get a story out, and it yeah. was it was a pale imitation. So you liked of the, original. the Dream Warriors? I think the third and fourth ones, when you watch three and four together, they were designed to play together. As and five really goes into that as well. Those three movies were the true sequels to the first Nightmare on Elm right. Street. And All if right. you go back and watch Wes Craven's A New Nightmare, uh, that's a legitimately good film where it's about. Uh, them making a movie about Freddy Krueger, and Freddy Krueger basically attacks the movie that's getting made. Just every, every time I saw Freddy in every movie after the first one, it was just too much. It got more comical. Stupid, well, yes, yeah, and it was it's, you know it's crap. like the, it's a like lot the of sauce. Hey, look at me! I'm this you know. little stupid little carnival hit the clown thing. It became more Beetlejuice it. and less Freddy Krueger. It, yes. and, yeah. You know, yeah, like the Saw series, so. like we were talking about uh, before. Was, oh, it was yeah. just a new way to, to twist people in half. Uh, you know, yeah. same with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like Todd said, it was like, you know, oh, this one, I come out of the TV and I've got the antennas on my head. And this one, yeah. you know, I, I look like, uh, you know, whatever that person's fear was. Yeah. But the first one was really legitimately scary. Here you got the bad guy. He's not here in front of you. Man, he is in your, you know, your dreams and you have to sleep sometime. And that was a really good 
Oh, the you first know, one still freaks me out to this yeah, day. Yeah, I mean, it's it was a, a scary time. movie. You I, know? Now, I know you guys are all going to gang up on me for this, but I loved the reboot with um, the guy from Watchmen. Oh. Um, yeah, I, 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 I felt like he was so much scarier because yeah, he was so did, much more believable. But here's Same thing with the um, Mike Myers. He did seem a little more Halloween. The Zombie. No, yeah, Halloween. No. No. I like the remake of Halloween. Oh, God. And, I, I'm here's, with you. and here's why. Here's it why. It was so because much more believable. It gave it gave the the story before exactly. he, I don't, know, before he escaped. But I don't need that story. Because like I in, did. in the original in the original uh, Halloween, you you find out that oh hey the, we go into the house. There's a dead animal in the house. Oh hey okay yeah. whatever. No, seeing but him as a kid showing him as was a kid. so much scarier than th- when he became this huge, Rob, giant monster at the end. Rob Zombie, like, and, and, and look, I love the Halloween movies. I even enjoy the third Halloween movie, yeah. The Season of the Witch. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> I love that, I do. Dude. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's entertaining. Well, you know that yeah, they originally designed those films to be, in, like, an anthology. Yeah, where oh, each really. one was going to be different. Was right. it they were going to release plan. another Halloween film. Yeah. But the problem was Mike Myers was so popular mm-hmm. in the first one that the studios did what they do. They yep. stepped in and went... You know, uh, we need another sequel right away with Jamie Lee Curtis. Let's get that out the door. They did. The second Halloween's actually a good movie as well. Compare. I'm not, I think I'm you not got a fan nostalgia of it. working. I'm not a fan of it because I love I love the first Halloween. Movie. I'm not a fan of the second one because it just starts off where the first one picked up. So there's no building. Of, oh, that's what I love about know? it. It's like a legitimate sequel to a horror film. I love. And here's the thing with the Halloween franchise, you can watch. Halloween 1, 2, and then go to Halloween H2O, and it's like this perfect like trilogy of Halloween films. I enjoy Halloween H2O. I loved Halloween H2O. Oh, I, Did you not, not see it? I'm not a fan of... I, I'm not a fan of any of the the sequels from Halloween, except for Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch like is that. just an interesting um, movie. <laughs> uh, Friday the 13th, uh, there was one that I thought was okay. I love the, Fri- I loved the whole series of Friday the 13th, except... When they do like all horror movies do, jump the shark and go to space. Yeah, um, <laughs> the third third Friday the Thirteenth when he got his iconic hockey mask. Well, that, and that's what that I love cool, about it because you, know? you see the evolution of the mask. And so, so few movies that carry something through. And the mask. Oh, in this one, he takes an axe to the head. Well, in the next one, that scarf in the mask from the axe. Yeah, is they still keep there. going, and eventually well, the mask is almost rotted and away. And the but. Jason Voorhees character is not even in the first one. No, like, it's, that's what's like. It's all his mother. His mom. Spoiler yeah. alert. Well, come on, that movie came and out. Then, like and then the second yes, one, the second one, he's wearing like a freaking. Uh, uh, Pillowcase over his head, right? With the eye, you know, cut out. Until and then you get the to third the third one, one he gets his like that's when mask. he gets the iconic hockey but, mask. But when they start getting into like you know seven, eight, nine, it's just yeah. it's, you know it's totally ridiculous. What to did me. you think about the Freddy versus Jason movie? Because I'm I, still gonna bring that in. <laughs> no, no, I legitimately like. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I really liked that. I actually, movie. actually enjoyed. I thought that it was one. well written. And, and yeah. Catherine well, Isabella, I think, yeah, was her yeah. name. She was. Oh in my it. god, she is banging hot. All about it, man. If you guys want to see more of her, check out Ginger Snaps. Yes, Ginger Snaps One, is a great movie. Uh, is she in? Yeah, wait, wait, one and on. three. Hold on. So, what is this Ginger Snaps? And it's, it, a, it's a werewolf, it's a werewolf movie, movie, and it's 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 based on a girl. Which hold up, this brings us to our second chance movie portion of the day. <laughs> second chance movie. Steve, would you like to tell us about Ginger Snaps? I'm going to go all the way with Ginger Snaps on this. It's really cool. It's got. You know, uh, instead of taking your, your, your regular male character as the werewolf, they've turned it into a female, and it's her, you know, getting bit and follows her for the first month until she fully turns. And uh, it's really cool. Check it out. And Catherine and Isabella, 
How's, smoking hot, dude. How's, I mean, yeah, the transformation. Hot. Is it like a worthy, like American Werewolf in London yeah. transformation, or is it like Teen Wolf? Um, no, no, no. I'm talking <laughs> about like no, like hands. actual. No, nothing can beat fucking uh, <laughs> Teen Wolf's awesome. No, nothing can nothing can beat uh, American Werewolf in London transformation. No, what I'm talking about is like the little things, as you know, kind of like Twilight's how they pretty dope. They they oh, touched on with uh, poof. Werewolf. That remake of the werewolf with uh, Benicio del Toro, right, you know, right. like the insanity starts kind of setting in, oh, and, nice. and, and you know Ooh. how it starts playing on like a, a a woman, you know, a teenage girl's, you know, they're already kind of going through that those changes as it is, and it just intensifies. Now for the it. informational portion of our episode, right. Sorry, tell us it's really cool. Changes. Check out Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps is our yeah. second chance movie for this. Back week. to the Wolfman, real quick. <laughs> Who at one point thought that? Anthony Hopkins could be the father of everybody. Benicio <laughs> <laughs> del Toro? Like, really? It's it's just like uh, uh, I'd like to point out Antonio that Anthony Hopkins Banderas? was also the father of Zorro <laughs> and Mexican at some point. Well, and Thor. He's like Thor. He's like ah yes. <laughs> he's he's the Morgan Freeman of father. I was I was just thinking Morgan Freeman. I was like, you know, these guys get these roles. Samuel L. Jackson of badasses. <laughs> Which actually, you know what? For remake, and we were talking about Universal. I did like. Uh, most of they dropped the ball on that Wolf ending Man. though. I hated that movie. Uh, I, I wanted to like that movie so a lot bad. more. They, they could tell you could tell they hurried up, but I love I love the sets. Yeah, I loved uh, I love Benicio but del who Toro. The, who thought that Benicio del Toro would make a great no werewolf lead character? Somebody, I still don't. Somebody made really? I there. thought I thought he was capturing. Yeah, the, that was a bad move. I thought he was capturing the the same. Um, Angst and despair that um, the original uh, Long Chaney Jr. Jr. was. Okay, I'll give you that. It. But what I will say to this is that he's not. If you're gonna like try and make this sort of genre film, yeah. For one, if they're all gonna be related, cast people that look like they could actually be related at some point. Uh, That's true. Two, don't rewrite your ending like at the last minute because. Right. It didn't fit with the rest of the film. And if you've never seen, uh, what was it, the 2010... Uh, Don't bother. Wolf, what's that? <laughs> Don't bother. Yeah, it's not <laughs> terrible, but it's, I mean, it's worth the watch at least once, just so you can see the potential that I feel that the Universal Monster lineup has. Specifically, like, the Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein... They don't have to be, uh, what is your, uh, spider monkeys juiced up on Mountain Dew. Right. Uh, screaming around, which is what I feel like this Dracula Untold looks like. Yeah. It looks like a, a bunch of uh, crazy CG bat bullshit. Yeah. Uh, that's not scary. It, you know, like the one movie that got like that CG bullshit right for horror films was Underworld. Like Underworld got all that shit right. Yeah. And Blade. Like Blade yeah. and Underworld, which were basically like the same movies, yeah. um, got all yeah. that right. And I don't need to see it now. I've seen it already. I've seen... Vampires with boozies kicking ass. I don't need to see, you know, any more crazy. If, if you like want to see something that's current, Dracula. I'd even say Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula from the nineties. That was a great. Only if you I, can I watch the it. Keanu stuff on. Mute. You know what? Dude, I, can, I can actually. He's so bad. Uh, you know what? But I'm not. Oh, I'm not watching him. Movie, I'm watching everybody else. Gary, in the movie. Gary Oldman's so great in that movie. Oh, is Gary he, Oldman's dude? great in everything. I mean, and then, come on, Gary Oldman's disgusting. In and that then, movie. then you yeah. switch over from this awesome performance. He's like, whoa! I guarantee you, I am totally you, hunting a vampire. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, dude. If one of you came as Gary Oldman's. Dracula with the top hat to my Halloween party. If you're out there and you're single, 
You come dress as that, I guarantee you will go home with somebody on your arm. I am dropping <laughs> my costume today. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Picking the up chicks your love I, I that look, change my dude. costume. Man. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I was going to come so. as a Oompa Loompa. But <laughs> All right. So, um, good. So, let, let's just, with the final note here. Uh, Todd. Yes, sir. Since you're our, our, our guest horror aficionado, what would you do to improve the big budget horror films, not the small horror films that are coming out of the independent land. And I think there's a lot of good independent horror coming out, although I think there's way too much zombie stuff right now. Uh, that's like the, the hot ticket. Yeah, it's, it's all well, over the Well, Jesus has never been as popular as zombies are right now. So, I mean, but tell me, what would you do to improve the horror landscape? I would quit playing with mythologies, for one. I mean... Agreed. The, uh, the whole Twilight thing kills me. But I guess that's not, they're not trying to get to grab the horror people, but that's my mythology, man. I love the vampires. Don't change the vampires. Um, I kind of like the way that they changed them for Twilight. I like, I mean, it's a little ridiculous with the sparkly thing, but, you know, why do we have to follow all the same rules? If there's anything good about Twilight, it's that it didn't try to follow the same story. Do we just fucking, (laughs) Steve is going to jump across the room. Fucking enter the Twilight Zone? What the fuck? No, man, I reject that. I reject that. I'll even, I'll sit through at Dracula 2000. Same, at least it's not the same thing. But they could have done the same story with the same mythology. The vampires could die in but sunlight. Why? I don't... It's already been done. At least, okay, and I'm not wait, saying wait, Twilight's wait, wait. a great film, Did but Did they at have least... to make them fucking sparkle? Let's, let's... <laughs> oh, shit, sparkle motion. I don't think does. you're fully dedicated to sparkle motion. <laughs> It's an Ed Hardy vampire. (laughs) Thank you. I'm still okay with... Now, now I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm saying at least they took a different approach to the same old thing, which is the problem I have with so many movies is they try and rehash what's already been done. Why make it the same? At least they did something different. Look at look at thirty days of night. Fuck yeah, dude! I mean, you want to talk about a badass vampire movie? That's that's a great vampire movie. I mean, that was cool, and they treated the the vampires. I mean, they were like fucking piranhas. I mean, that thing's great because there's nowhere to escape to. Oh yeah, exactly. And And this is my point with vampires: is if the vampires don't have a weakness, whether it be to fucking garlic or whether it be to sunlight or something, what stops them from taking over the world? Edward had a weakness. Bella. <laughs> no. You can emo personality. The reason the vampires don't want to take over the world is because why would they want to go ahead and turn their food supply in into them? Yeah. You know? like the Rapanui no, on Easter they, Island? I'm not saying they want to like change the world and make all these people into vampires. I'm saying they would 30 days a night the shit where they would come through. Yeah, yeah. Right. They would just... Okay, we get, we would be cattle to them. Yeah. 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 It'd be like us with fucking like lambs and sheep and right. dogs and if you're Korean, but like whatever it is that <laughs> whatever it is that you eat, you <laughs> control. Today's racially insensitive <laughs> moment has been brought to uh, you by you know, and then Ron like, Hill. You know, you, I do want to see like those veal boxes of people. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. You see like a picture, like an American Gothic picture of vampires. <laughs> yeah. Take, take away, take away the lame ass sparkliness of these vampires. You've got a vampire who's a couple hundred years old. And he's still hanging out in high school, hitting on high school chicks, <laughs> and everybody Matt- was okay with this. <laughs> he's it's like, dude, we got laws. Dude, we got <laughs> laws against <laughs> this type of thing. Like get older, they, they stay the same age. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's all right, all right, all right. <laughs> L-I-V-I-N. You know, that, 
that was one thing I think that everybody was missing. It was like, hey, man, this guy's supposed to be like an old man, really. He's like 300 years and old. He's and he's still, like getting him he's some still young, hitting on some 16-year-olds, dude. You know, like... I mean, oh, that's, that's the ultimate, like, hitting on <laughs> wasn't, the younger Wasn't her dad a cop, too? No, was, no, I think he was, like, a construction worker, wasn't Who's he? that? Bella. Bella's dad was a sheriff or something. Yeah. He's the worst fucking is cop. He, so is she going to yeah. lock him up for is statutory he, rape? detective, that's for sure. I, I think a lot of fucking colors are, are showing through right now with how much you guys know about this. <laughs> hey, I ain't going to lie. I got a house full <laughs> of women. Hey, I watch you know what? Honestly, Honestly, I, have I have a Netflix. house full of women, I, too. And you know what I did, Chris? When this came on, I went outside. And sat outside until it was over. Look, I, I have I Netflix. tried to sit there playing a video game, <laughs> and I just overheard this, and I said, "You know what? I can't even subject myself to this." I'm I, going I read all because of, because of Netflix, oh. I watch anything and everything, especially oh. so that way I can no. talk shit like I am Chris doing now. Here's just a mini random of valid points. Mm, I'm the club. Now, now here's talk here's my reason, and this is the same reason that I um, watched the William Shakespeare by Baz Luhrmann. Which I friggin' hate. Oh, really? You're but wrong. It's a great film. My, my daughter, who didn't read anything, hated reading, devoured the Twilight books in like one day each. Now, if you can take somebody who hates reading and she suddenly becomes an, a, a very voracious reader, I, it can't be all bad. Even if the writing is pretty terrible, it, it drew in um, a new generation to vampire hey, life. But we're not talking you know what? about the I would books, say, you know though. what? Honey, daddy still loves you, and I would crack open my Fangoria magazine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, with that thought. Daddy uh, still loves you, but it's in question at this point. <laughs> we, we did not figure out how to fix the horror genre, but we basically agree that something needs to be done with the bigger budget stuff. Most yeah. of the but, stuff's coming out as crap. Yeah, yeah and, and the problem, and the, my, my final point on this is I don't need to see seven sequels. To every good horror film no, that you no, make, no, you just because, need any sequels. Well, look, just because, and especially don't take it to space, <laughs> unless there's something <laughs> yeah. that really needs to be. What if it already you know, starts out in space? If it starts up. out hey, in space, don't take it to Hellraiser. No, Hellraiser went it's to space. It's actually not wrong. Hellraiser went to space. <laughs> yeah, but yep. you know, Friday the Thirteenth went to space. Alien yeah. started in space. The crappy one ended up on Earth, you know. Well, so see, that's a good point. So bad. Every, yeah. So if your movie starts in space and there's a horror film, don't. Well, you're bring talking it home. about the, the Alien versus Predator, right? The, this, uh, both of them. The first one. Uh, either way, I, let's. That's a whole other podcast. All right, all right. I like my Predator with Danny Glover. <laughs> predator Two no. is not a good film. <laughs> no, Just playing. Dude. It was not, I'm sorry. Such a good film. When the Predator decides not to kill the girl because she's pregnant, I'm out. All right, yeah. I'm I out. It was because he, he thought she was pretty. <laughs> I don't know because Predator. I really didn't. Mexican. I really didn't like Predator Two. I just thought it'd be funny to say that. All right, it's time for uh, everybody's favorite uh, part of the show: uh, dumb shit our kids did this week. Uh, Todd is not a father, although he's an uncle. I am trying to help the world by not being a father, and that's probably for the best. Uh, <laughs> But if uh, does anybody have something they'd like to share? Anybody want to jump in straight oh, from God, the get go? I'm, I'm there, but if you want to take no, the, no, please. Know. I've got a never-ending supply. Right, but so. I don't know if you can see the, the bruise still on my arm, but I've got the actual wounds to go with this story. Um, so it started off with um, Darian, as, as most of my stories do. Um, Darian is a, is a really scratch golfer. She's, she's pretty kick-ass. She, within like the last two weeks, is within two strokes of being the best female golfer in the school's history. That's, that's how on top of things she is. Um, so she's going into her game a couple weeks ago and is walking down the steps to go and begin the match and she trips 
and twists her ankle right before she's supposed to start playing. Now she's like in the running for like scholarships and shit. And she friggin' trips over her bag and falls down the steps and is unable to finish her round. So now she's lost an entire match because she can't walk down the friggin' steps. Um, and, and then gives up after three holes, says, I'm done. So now she has to finish the rest of the season and do well in every single match um, because she can't walk down the, the steps. Tiger, Tiger Woods, um, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now, I go out the following week and I play uh, a round with the golf uh, team. And I'm standing on the green and I'm having like a good round because I haven't played in like a year. I, I'm old, dude. I can't be playing golf all the time because it hurts. So Isn't I'm that out when there. you start playing golf more is when you get older? Dude, I can't do it. My, my shoulders are killing your, your hat's not big But now enough. you're rocking it like the priest in Caddyshack. Dude, I was. <laughs> yeah. I was. I was parring shit left and right. And I'm like, you know, uh, whatever. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. He misses at the Red last one. Farts, you know. So I'm, I'm like, I'm on the green. I'm ready to par this shit up again. And one of the girls is on the other side of this hill. And she cranks this ball and tags me right in the arm. And she's like trying to chip on, but she skulls this thing so hard. And I've got like this welt coming up on my arm. So I'm like, oh, whatever. It happens. I'm lucky I just didn't get a shot in the temple. So I get in my cart. We go to the next hole. Another girl fires a shot right at me. And I'm like, oh my god! So I move. Were you in the ball collecting golf cart <laughs> thing <laughs> with the windows open? Well, the word probably got out that you were disappointed that your girl, you know, twist. Like, oh. I'm a ball magnet. Is what <laughs> like, I am. Apparently, like, hey, I've been telling hey, you that for years. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, dude. That so, brings up a whole different subject. So wait, wait. So I move the cart completely out of line of the shot. The, the same girl who almost hit me down. Fires another one. It goes almost at a 90-degree angle and freaking tags the cart that I'm hiding behind at this point. So, you know, that's like stupid shit that the girls' golf team did. Or I must have been the dumbass because I was out there thinking I was safe. I have so um, many connected stories to that. Remember, do you remember the first time we went out golfing? And uh, we were at Colton. I was just uh, yeah, just gotten yeah. like a set of crappy clubs yeah. from like Salvation Army. And I, I go up and go, okay, man. And I have like the worst swing ever. Like my golf swing looks like I'm having an epileptic seizure. Like Charles Barkley? Yeah, it's bad. Like it's, it's terrible. All right. It's so, terrible. Uh, I tee off Steve. And the way that Colton works is it's a little executive course. So it's like part three and fours. So our tee is going this way. And there's a hole over here to our right. And I'm all... Dunk and the ball literally at a 90 degree angle like misses this woman by like that much and we're like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and I, I set down another one and I, I hit another one and hit her fucking golf bag that's like right next to her and we're like I just oh my god third time I shoot again and hit her I like ran and hid because I was so embarrassed you should have like, saved the sorries for oh when you god. hit her Ron, Ron is the only person I've ever golfed with that's hit the ball back <laughs> Wow. How, how does one do that? I have to go. You should see the tears coming from Chris's eyes. There's many times trees, my balls love trees. That's all I can say. My balls love wood. There's a lot of ball talk going on. Yeah. The other- <laughs> Hitting old ladies with their balls. <laughs> yeah, uh, terrible golfer. And then, and then he brought he brought up the point with uh, Chris. Chris has now left the podcast. Uh, yep, he just he just out the door. 
He's gone. The other one was uh, when, when we were in high school, I lived uh, next to the driving range of a golf course, and my neighbor and I, we got into pellet guns when I was like 17, and we used to shoot pellet guns at the dude that drove the collection vehicle. Oh, yeah, man. Yes. Because the that, guy that thinks he's safe because he's got this <laughs> grating around him. Well, and the thing was is uh, uh, we used to go out on the golf course at night, and we would, uh, before like there was airsoft, or like we didn't, couldn't afford paintball, so we would all throw on our goggles and go out and shoot each other with pellet guns. And the guy that was guarding the golf course had a uh, salt rock gun that he would shoot at us if they were trespassers. So we all had, like, fucking big welts. And it was the same guy. And so we went out and we <laughs> hunted him for, like, months. <laughs> we would sit in my buddy's bedroom and he took the screen off of his window and he'd bring the blinds down. It's like ten pumps. <laughs> Cracky, I found the man with the salt. <laughs> so, yeah, we used to shoot at that asshole. All right, so uh, oh anybody else? You got, a, you got one or are you good? Yeah, you know, the boys have been pretty okay, so nothing... It's, it's nice when they're normal, so... Yeah, I mean, you know... We have transitioned, uh, and stop me if I've told this before, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we can edit it out if need be, but I don't feel like I have, I've just told this story a couple times over the last couple weeks, so we're transitioning from the toddler bed into, or from the, the crib into the toddler bed. Um, I haven't heard this yet. So... You're not going to give this one away, though. No, no. Chris likes Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying not to laugh at this point. <laughs> so oh, my God. We, I take the crib apart, and it transitions into this toddler bed. And he's all excited because now he's like a, you know, like a real boy, like Pinocchio and what have you. But he, uh, Daddy, I'm a real boy. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, uh, first, like, first three days in the toddler bed, no problems. Little guy goes to sleep. Everything's cool. We put him down. It was probably about a week ago, like last Thursday or so. We put him down into his bed. At like 8.30 at night after his bath. The missus and I go downstairs and we're going to watch a movie. Got the baby monitor on. So if he, you know, sometimes wake up or something. He fell out of bed like the second night, which is kind of <laughs> funny. Because we hear, whoop, and then he's crying. We go upstairs and put him back in bed. So, but, um, oh no, not a peep. Nary a peep out of this child. So we go upstairs. Uh, it's like 11. She, we get done watching our movie. She's like, I'm going to go to bed. All right. And so I, I go upstairs to like grab something. And his light is on at the end of the hallway. And I'm like, no. Nah. So I go down and I open the door. And there he is. He's sitting on the floor playing on the ground. And he's got all his books around him. He looks up and he's like, hi, Dad, uh, read books. And I was like, yeah, buddy. It's like, and I'm not mad. I'm like, it's 11 o'clock, man. It's, it's time to go to sleep. And so we like, put him down and gave him a hug, read him a story. Like, do not get up, all right? You can be in trouble if you get up. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. And he says, yep now. Yep, okay, all right. Shut the door. Give the missus a kiss goodnight. I go downstairs. I read for like, I don't know. I'm reading this Stephen King book that I'm really into right now. Uh, and, and I get about, you know, it's like 1.30, 1.45, and it's time for me to go to bed. I get upstairs and I go to bed, and I shit you not, his light's on again. And I'm going, there's no way that this child is up at 1.45 in the morning. Like, I'm exhausted. The miss, like, and he has not made a peep. Nary a sound has come from his room. I open the door to his room. It looks like the FBI has come through and turned the room <laughs> over. Every drawer is emptied. Everything from every shelf is on the floor. He's gotten into the closet and pulled out all the unopened toys that we've been saving in there since Christmas. They're all open and out. He got the Legos that, like, there is a pack of Legos. Did you get a ninja? What the hell? How do you not hear this? Not a sound, Chris. Dude, Legos are like bricks falling from the roof. How do you not hear that? He looks at me and he's got G.I. Joe. Like, all these toys that are like... 
in the, been in the closet for and just as big a smile as possible. And he looks at me and goes, Hi, Dada, play toys, play toys. And I'm like, What the hell is going on? And he's probably crossing universes with Batman and Iron Man, oh, right? It's, it's worse than that. Like, it's not just the toys, Todd. Every article of clothing, all of his, uh, his cloth diapers, all of the drawers are like hanging out. Of, it looked like the CIA had come through and turned over the room. And he, he just was, he had pulled the covers, like the blankets off the bed and it made himself like, like a nesting area oh to play God. in. Like it was, I, I was flabbergasted and, and wide awake, not tired. Wow. And what time was this? One forty-five in the morning. Like one forty-five. Oh, no. And then at 6.45 in the morning, next morning he's like. So you still have the crib downstairs, right? For, <laughs> to put it back the next day. See, man, I'm really fortunate with the boys, dude. Like, right now, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock, they're out. Yeah. And they will sleep through the night, dude. They'll sleep till 6.30 in the morning, dude. Oh, well, he's, so we're, he sleeps through most right nights, now. Steve. It's when you give him that, like, when you let him out of the cage, like, that's the difference. Yeah. But the problem is he's big enough that, like, he can crawl out of it. Yeah, he's going to get hurt if he can. Yeah, doing. like, it's, it's tall enough, and I've seen him do it one time, and that's why I was like, it's done. Like, we've got to get him, you know. Uh, mine are already learning the, what yeah. happens when you do a face you plant on Circus safety floors. net. Well, so. I don't want him falling from, like, six feet in the air and breaking his arm or something. Yeah. Trampolines. <laughs> trampoline floor. Yeah. Ugh. That would be awesome. I, well, after he fell Can out, I get my room <laughs> set up with trampoline floors? <laughs> yes, yeah. The ladies yeah. will dig it. Chris has got something for us. All right. So um, this is something I really wanted to bring in uh, on a regular basis. is a new segment uh, where we talk about new indie comic books. Uh, because I don't think there's a lot of uh, podcasts or a lot of anybody talking about these, these up-and-comers. Because there's some really good stuff out there. Um, one that I, I have kind of latched on to is called Man vs. Rock and they're in their third issue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the most bizarre, random shit. Now, I was talking about Warhead the other day being random. This one is so far beyond where Warhead ever went because there's a guy who believes that the rocks are trying to take over the world. Oh, awesome. It's friggin' crazy stuff. Uh, they got three issues out of this three, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and by the, by the second issue, the rocks are actually the rock, starting to take over the world. Because the rock hadn't taken over the yeah, world yeah. yet. God, they're I actually knew doing it. That like makes it fantastic. Yeah, right? yeah. No, and here's the thing. I went and I talked to the guy the original time when I, when I got the first issue. I went back to talk to him uh, at, at Long Beach Con this weekend, and the guy's name is uh, one of the one of the creators. His name is Kevin Bieber. So of course I had to mess with him for about ten minutes about that. I'm sure he never gets. That. I know, I know, and I felt like such a jackass, but I had to do it. I couldn't. <laughs> hey there, resist. original clever guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but sure, sure we, have never heard that in the last once, three years. Once we got past my stupid shit, <laughs> then we finally say this guy is hilarious, and I, I, we have to get him in here. He's from L.A. All right. He is so quick witted, and, and everything I threw at him, he had like the quickest comebacks. Um, so yeah, we definitely have to get Kevin in here. Um, he, but but definitely check out Man vs. Rock, and, and you can get it online uh, at manversusrock.com. It is so friggin' random. Um, it, the, the art is very simple, black and white. Um, I mean, you're drawing rocks. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sure yeah, they're yeah. more complicated than just you know, but, like really. But, well, it's still a rock. Yeah, right. it's like no, Cloud it's, Steve. They're all sorts of different shapes and yeah, sizes. No, but but again, I'm another an really random indie <laughs> book. Uh, I was so gonna go there. <laughs> Fucking anchor. Fucking. 
No, definitely check them out. Tracer. So that's that's the one for this week's podcast. Man versus Rock. Man versus right. Rock it is. Nice. All right, guys. So we've reached our uh, final segment of the day. Uh, we're going to get into rants. Uh, I know we had talked about doing Long Beach stuff this week, but we're running a little long, so we will uh, jump into that in episode six. So right. we've got some recordings and such that we'll, uh, we'll get into in our next episode. Uh, but rants, 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 rants. Who is pissed off about something this week that they'd like to share? My we fuck. all looked at Steve right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting. Once again, back to my lovely wife. You know, we've been eating healthier and shit. And she's been oh, getting these, no. these recipes out of these fucking cookbooks. And I'm like, what in the fuck is this? It's you get like, used to it, man. It's like everything at the bottom of the, the vegetable crisper. You know, that's it's been, been like there for a while. Yeah, she just scrapes it into the crock pot. It's not that pepper. lettuce that starts oh, turning Steve, red. Steve won't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I can't eat this, dude. What is this? I mean, this is like hot barf. You know, like I'm fucking me. gonna go down to Little Caesars. Yeah, you no, know? that's why it's right? hot barf as well. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, I'm, I'm hey, you'll be healthy if you walk there, though. You know what? It's like you're just trying to. You're just trying to get me to not eat. Yeah, that's well, what that's what the weight working? loss program is. Yeah. I'm just like fuck it. I just I'm not going to eat this. I had to put my foot down. Dude, speaking of hot barf, I still got to cut you off on this. So Carrie got creative one time, and I love my wife, and she is so good about like making sure we have. You don't have to like meals. justify no, your story. Just but she got it. creative once, <laughs> and she tried to make potato <laughs> soup. Like without a recipe, <laughs> oh, shit. potato cheese soup, yeah. and I shit you not, the aftertaste of this soup was barf. Wow! And, and we sat there, the four of us, trying to shovel this thing in and be polite. And eventually, Carrie, she said, "Oh my god, this is so disgusting!" And we were like, "Thank God!" I'm glad you said it first. I just, I was trying to not. You know, be rude about it. I'm like, oh my god, I can't say anything. Yeah, you know, ladies, if you're gonna make dinner, man, keep it simple. You know, <laughs> if she ever questions your love, your tell her realm. that story again, dude. It comes oh, up no, every once in a while, and, but it's the kids that bring it up. Remember that soup? <laughs> I just kind of look away because I don't want her to know that that I'm still thinking about so, the soup. So, what's the outcome of? Uh, did you eat the uh, vegetable crisper leaving? Yeah, or? you know that, that night. But I told her at, like quickly after. Foods. I said, "Listen, that, that's fucking it. Like, you need to go over this with me beforehand. <laughs> you know, like, you know, normally I'm pretty lenient about these things. I'm like, I'm not like woman dinner now, but I'm like, this is what you're gonna pull on me because you know, dude, I, I, I work my ass off, and you know, I actually take my lunch pretty early. So by the time I get home, you're starving. I'm fucking starving, yeah, man, yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, I'm ready to eat. You know, it's like if you don't want to cook, that's cool. I'll go to Del Taco and get a freaking bean burrito. We had that, but don't try to slip. Don't try to slip this in on me, dude. This is nonsense. This isn't healthy, dude. You're just trying to make me ill. You know. <laughs> so I mean, it's not a, a super rant, and I know she's going to hear this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't complain. I, I don't care what's on the table. Hey, if I don't to, like it, I'm eating yeah. it because I ain't have, having to cook it. Chris doesn't have to worry because Carrie doesn't listen to the podcast, yeah. so we're good. <laughs> I'm pretty safe. I'm pretty safe. Uh, yeah, man. Elena and I had we had that discussion a few years ago because I I'd be like, "There's nothing to eat in the house," and she's like, "And she's a food hoarder. Like you yeah. go in our pantry, and it looks like they, like mm-hmm. she's like." End of days food hoarder, like oh, yeah. like ready for the fucking uh, Mad Max. We're going to Wasteland or whatever. You know, we got enough yeah. food for like a month there. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, but yeah, none of it is anything that I want to eat though ever. And oh then she, yeah, and no. she under, she goes, well, why is there all this crap in here? I'm all because I don't eat couscous and I don't eat. Yeah, uh, no, it's the Trader Joe's pantry. Oh, oh yeah. I, I cannot eat that shit. No. Yeah. 
My yeah. wife is a big fan of Trader Joe's. Oh, like, oh, it's it's got no preservatives. I'm like, well, that means it's going to last for two days. So you better exactly. eat it quick. You better you eat know? fast. Choke it down while you can. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Todd? You got anything you want to rant about this week? Oh, I don't think I do. I nothing don't know. has pissed you off recently? Oh, I'm nothing but a pocket full of sunshine, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I have one, but... I know what yours is, and I want to hear yours, and I'll hold on to mine. Oh, I don't remember because what mine you is. you told me something about the bank. Oh, and oh, this yeah. is pure gold. Okay, so, I don't know if we have time for it. Uh, you know what? I, we'll, we'll cut something else because this story <laughs> is so good. All right, so I go to the bank uh, last week. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I go to the bank, and uh, while I'm there, I I make a deposit, a couple checks, but I've got a whole bunch of cash. And uh, I wanted to upchange some like smaller bills into larger bills, and so I hand the woman like five hundred dollars in like ones, and I was like, please, I, you know, I'd like to get twenties, you know, and she's like, oh, okay, no problem. And I, I've been to this branch like numerous times, and next and time you do that, hand them a card of like some strip joint, yeah, and tell yeah. them this is where I work. Okay, well, connecting to that, so the woman's like got it in the hopper, and it's like doing its little thing over there, and I'm sitting there, and and I see the manager go like. Ask her a question. And, then I'm, and I'm, I'm not really paying attention. And then I, I, I like start to. And so I hear the next she goes, well, I don't know where. You know, I, I didn't ask. He just, you know, he has an account. And he wanted to, you know, change these bills up. Mm-hmm. And, then, and I'm like standing there. And I look at the manager. And she goes, well, I, sir. And I go, yeah, yeah. And she goes, where did this money come from? Now, mind you, like on this day, I kind of look a little bit like I do now. T-shirt, unshaven, shorts. I had my sandals on and mm-hmm. my busted up baseball cap. And I just kind of looked back and I went, I don't think that's any of your business. Oh, I would have told him it came yeah. from my G-string. <laughs> it just would have popped right out no, of me. But she, no, they I weren't mean, sweaty now, were they? No, they were okay. not. And they were, but here's the thing. They, were, they weren't like, it just was ones. I, I was at a bank. They like, weren't what? in numer- numerical yeah. order. Numerical order. I, I'm literally at <laughs> a fucking bank. Do your job, bank, bank lady. Okay? Don't ask questions. And I go, that's, I, I'm sorry, that's none of your business. And she goes, well, you know, I, I'm, I, you know, we have to ask. I go, where does it say on your fucking I've bank I've never charter? been fucking asked. Exa- no, and I go, I go, I've been coming into a bank branch for 12 years doing bank transactions with you with money. And, and like, what the fuck else do you do? You don't need to know where my money comes from. Mm-hmm. And she, on fucking 9-11, goes, well, since, you know, 9-11... And I was like, you know what? First off, you just need to stop right there. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah like, fuck. It's 13 years ago. I'm all. I'm not a fucking terrorist. I'm not a drug dealer. I'm changing money at the bank. Like, yeah. what else is your fucking function in life? And what did you say? 500 bucks? It was 500 dollars, dude. And I go, look at my account. I go, I can tell you right now. I, I know there's 6,000 in one account, and I have another 1,500 in the other account I have with you guys. I go, I brought it in a bank bag. I go, there's other money in the bag. What the like, what does it matter to you where the money came from? I go, I, and she goes, well, you don't have to get upset. I go, well, you're basically calling me an undesirable to my face. So I think I, I'm going to get a little upset about that. And she's like, well, I didn't say that. I go, no, no, no. You said it in what you asked. You basically were like, where did this money come from? I go, if I was depositing the money, would it have mattered? And she goes, well, I might have asked. I go, really? Because I've made deposits like this at this branch more times than I can fucking count. And you're going to sit here and have the gall to ask me where $500 came from? I'm all, and, and, she goes, and she goes, well, did it come from work? I go, it ain't any of your business where it came from. I go, I've been collecting cans. <laughs> and she yeah. goes, it, it came from work. I've been pimping the hose out on. <laughs> and we're talking five hundred bucks. We're not talking about fifty thousand yeah, dollars in yeah. cash. It's, you know, it is a nominal, nominal, nominal amount of money. Yeah. It is not that much money. Yeah. And on top of that, I made a deposit right before that. 
Like, yeah. it's not, it's like, who the fuck do you think I am? What bank are you at? I, I, I'm going to say it rhymes with Schmoonian Bank of California, uh, right? Okay. So, <laughs> Schmoonian? Credit union, people. Credit union. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm down on that, dude. I'm a big dude. fan of credit unions. You know, the mis- uh, Elena and I have a credit union account as well. I have yeah. three bank accounts, so we Oh, run- well, shit. Well, pink- Scarface, I mean, well, now... <laughs> Now I'm kind of questioning. <laughs> yeah, Pinky where out. these ones come Pinky from? Yeah. Uh, Pinky out. All right, uh, go ahead. You're, you're no, connecting. I'm gonna I'm gonna save mine because I wanted to fester just a little more for next oh. week. You don't even understand. I was hot, dude. Like, I, and I, there are many things in life that don't bother me, but it's like your job is to take my money yeah, yeah. and yeah. give me other fucking money. Yeah. Your job is not. You ain't fucking Columbo. Like you're you're not like. You're not out here, like, protecting America's yeah. interests from the terrorists of Riverside, California. With their $500. With my $500 in <laughs> ones. Like, I'm going to buy some drone strikes with that money if you can. But the, but the guy I'm buying the drone strikes from doesn't fucking take ones. He wants it in 20s. He, he likes right. strippers. That's yeah, why he needs exactly. the ones. Jesus Christ. Since, right. since 9-11, what, did you get the $500 from selling box cutters? Oh, I do. <laughs> I, I don't even understand. Real big on playing. Yeah. I sell used shoes that you cut the soles out of, so yeah. it's uh, good stuff. But. I'd probably be moving after that one. <laughs> I'd be I'd be moving bank accounts after yeah. that. Uh, I call I actually legitimately. But call then again, like bank. I don't even go to the bank I anymore. In. Like I wouldn't even really know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be confused. You know? You're Unfortunately, like, I still have to go because my property management requires a money uh, order. Uh, oh man, what a pain in the butt! Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, it's been a uh, a fantastic podcast this week. We'd like to uh, thank our special guest Todd Pemble. Thank you for having me. All right, and uh, uh, we'd also like to remind you guys uh, coming up in the future. If you guys have any questions for us. Any comments, you can email us at nerdlifecrisis at gmail.com or post a question or a comment up on the Facebook page. We'll get to it in a future episode. Uh, Once again, guys, thank you so much. Uh, I'm Ron Miltz. Chris Thayer. Steve Hale. And we're having a Nerd Life Crisis. Thanks a lot, guys. Music for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast is provided by Big Papa and the TCB. All music available at bptcb.com or at iTunes. The Nerd Life Crisis is recorded at the Inland Blue Studios. Make sure to subscribe to The Nerd Life Crisis at iTunes and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Nerd Life Crisis. 